Welcome back to the Canine Performance Podcast, where it's our mission to help you live the best life possible with your dog, guaranteed. I'm your host, Matt, and I'm joined by my co-host, Natalie. And today we are talking all about dog bites, pretty gnarly stuff, and more specifically, how dog bites tend to occur more during the holidays. So without further ado, Natalie, why don't you kick us off and kind of tell the people a little bit of what we're going to be diving into today. Absolutely. So a high level overview of what we are going to be discussing in this podcast is what causes a lot of the time these dog bites to happen with more frequency and why it happens so often during the holiday season. Thanksgiving is going to be coming up here in a couple of weeks. So it's really important to bring awareness and attention to this topic before then. Um, How to avoid these certain situations and some signals to notice within our dogs to help avoid that. Yeah. Well, I think it's super important because um, dog bites are pretty intense. I've only mm-hmm. actually seen one dog bite in person. It was actually my mom. She got bit by a Doberman like two or three times on her calf. And it was crazy. It was like literally like puncture wounds that then had to get stitched up and it's super swollen. So um, not only obviously does it hurt, but it's not great for the dog. It's not great for anyone. It's not great for your insurance or your pockets. <laughs> so dog bites all around, very unideal and a worthwhile topic going into the holidays, like you mentioned. So I guess what's first on the agenda? What, what do we need to know first when it comes to staying safe this holiday season? Alrighty. So the first things to know is obviously why it happens. I think that During the holidays, it's a stressful time for ourselves. Um, There's a lot of stuff happening. And sometimes we just don't think about how stressful it can be for our dogs. And some of the causes that um, create an environment of where dog bites can happen. Um, And it happens frequently to elderly and also to children. And we really want to avoid that because it can be potentially fatal. So some of the causes of why dog bites are more prominent during the holidays is one, it's a disruption to the dog's regular routine. You know, I'm sure that you have a flow and a cadence to your day with your dog of you wake up in the morning around this time and then they go outside for potty, they come back in for food and then they go on a walk. With the holidays, there's more disruptions to the dog and that causes a lot of stress. Another thing is that there's usually a lot less exercise during the holiday season. You're really busy. You're running around trying to um, pick up relatives from the airport or you have to go run these errands or you just don't have enough time to dedicate to your dog. And uh, yeah, it's cold as hell out. Yeah, <laughs> it's cold. So a lot of the times, you know, people stop going outside so much and exercising their dogs and having all that pent up energy um, and then the disruption to the routine as well, it puts a lot of stress onto our dogs. Um, Another thing is there's a very noticeable and drastic increase in noise and activity levels that happen in the dog's environment. Even if you don't have people around, but you yourself, you're running around, you're trying to get stuff done. It's just a lot more energy that the dog just isn't typically used to. If you do have people coming over, there's going to be new people coming in and out of the house all the time. Not only that, but these new people are going to be coming into parts of the house that the dog sees as theirs, right? It's their territory. Dogs are territorial creatures. And so all these new people coming in and out, a lot more stress. So all of these things are starting to compound for our dogs. Um, And like I had already mentioned at the beginning of this is that we ourselves are stressed and our dogs pick up on that stress kind of transfers over to them. 
another reason um, why it starts to accumulate in them, just picking it up from us. Um, so what I what I hear is that the common denominator is stress. Yes. So when it comes down to it, how can we mitigate the stress in our dogs in order to make sure that they are uh, mentally stable and then obviously outwardly stable beyond that and that they're you know peaceful and that it's we're as least disruptive to their day-to-day as possible. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the next part that we're going to be covering. I wanted to touch on a couple of other different things that play into the dog's stress so that mm. way we can avoid that later on. So another thing besides picking up on human stress is that children are typically brought into the dog's environment and the children aren't supervised or they aren't taught dog etiquette. Um, and then there is sometimes new dogs being brought into the dog's environment and they aren't supervised. Maybe they don't play well. New foods could potentially be given to our dogs, uh, especially around the holidays. There's a lot of extra food. And sometimes these foods are going to make our dogs feel unwell. Um, and then also food bowls, crates, the dog's items like toys, and then um, dog spots. So maybe they have a spot on the couch or a certain part of the floor, whatever it is, um, people are going to those spots. They're also touched a lot more. Um, they're moved around and their space is often invaded. So those are the large prominent causes that um, lend to creating a lot more stress and why dog bites are a lot more frequent during the holidays. So the next thing of what you had said is how to avoid accumulating all of this stress. Did yeah, you have how anything do we, to add? How do we mitigate that? Yes, absolutely. So to avoid having our dogs accumulate so much stress and, you know, potentially biting someone, someone getting bitten, is that dogs require a lot more space than you think that that they need. So you may think that you're standing far away enough from a dog, but you never know. And with all of this stress, we need to give dogs a lot more space. Um, also limiting how much quote unquote, love and affection that we're giving them, not just from yourself if you own the dog, but from other people as well. With all of these new people coming into the house and all that stress, dogs, most dogs don't like to be touched and given all of that attention all the time. Also, make sure that you exercise them frequently and regularly, and then giving them something mentally stimulating to do. So continue on with your 20 to 30 minute walks, come inside, give them something to chew on, give them a job to do that will be mentally stimulating. And then make clear boundaries, not only for your dog of what's acceptable and what's not acceptable, but also for the people that are in your home. If someone's coming over, be upfront and honest with them and be like, hey, my dog's here. He's totally fine. He's hanging out. But if you could just avoid, you know, touching him too much, going and actively seeking him out, giving him food, all that other stuff, being clear with your guests, setting those boundaries for your dog with the people that are in your home. Another thing is to uh, supervise any children and other dogs that are in your home. Don't be too distracted on what your dog is doing and forget that they're there. They're kind of like a small toddler. You need to be keeping an eye on them and keeping them in check. Um, and when in doubt, just put your dog in a crate Put them in another room if you see um, some of the stress signals that we're going to be going over next. Mm, so I guess to lead right into that, what are some of those stress signals that, um, you know, we can keep an eye out for to be keen on taking some of that action? Mm -hmm, definitely. Um, 
with these stress signals, I think it's also important to note that in any situation that our dog is feeling uncomfortable, if you're out on a walk and your dog has reactivity or aggression, these are going to be a lot of the same signs that you're going to see. So um, some more heavy and frequent panting, that's how the dog is trying to relieve some of the anxiety, lip licking, stress yawning, uh, excessive drinking. If your dog is drinking frequently, a lot of the times that's how they relieve their stress. Um, ears being pinned and pulled back, whites of their eyes showing, if they're turning their head and their body away from you, uh, a stiff body posture, if everything starts to go up. So if their hackles go up, tails go up, ears go up, those are other signs of arousal and oftentimes that is about to be when a dog is going to bite. And then the, the obvious signs of growling, snarling, barking, showing teeth, um, and then any pacing and whining. So these are signals of stress and anxiety in our dogs. And when you notice this, especially during the holiday season, it's best to put your dog away, put them in a calm space where they can decompress physically and also mentally as well. Mm. Very cool. So beyond that, you know, what are some of the ways that you would go about ensuring that people adhere to those rules? Say you're having guests over, they have young kids. What are some of the ways that uh, work really well to get people to listen? Um, just having those very clear and, you know, instead of just saying, hey, you know, if you could, you know, just kind of avoid the dog. That's not very clear enough. I think that being more specific of saying, hey, I'd appreciate it if you don't give the dog any sort of food at all and make sure that your children don't go near the dog. I'll put the dog over here in this area, but making sure that your children don't, you know, interact with them right mm -hmm. now. So just making it really clear. And if they can't adhere to that, then put the dog away. Gotcha. So always default back to putting the dog yes, away. Yes. When in doubt, always put the dog away. Um, I don't think that there's a huge benefit or reason why our dogs should need to be out and around everyone um, if they aren't behaving properly or if they have these signs of stress. It's going to be more detrimental to them, to you, and to other people in your home. It's better to just put them away. Mm -hmm. And would you say that during the holidays, it's more important to make sure that your dog is exercised? I mean, what, what would you do? Uh, would you put your dog on a climb? Would you, you know, what are some of the different things mm -hmm. that someone can do to be proactive towards reducing that stress or that pent up energy that might lead their dog into misbehaving? Yeah, I would definitely say have a little bit more of dedicated time to exercise, getting some more of that out. But physical exercise isn't going to fix everything. So a lot more mental stimulation, give the dog something to focus on and something to do. Um, and obviously not giving them, you know, food toys if they are, you know, aggressive towards that and they're territorial towards their items. Um, so giving them, providing them a lot more physical exercise, more mental stimulation. And then if your dog does know a place or a climb command, having it there as a clear boundary of, hey, this is your job that I want you to do to just stay in this spot and then make a boundary for them saying that your guests can come near to them. Other dogs can't, the children can't. So they can still socialize and be a part of the activity, um, but they're going to be safe. You're going to advocate for them. Um, and there's boundaries and rules in place on everyone's side. 
Hmm, that makes sense. Well, we had a good question come in from A underscore kitten. I don't know if that's Canadian or just a clever way of spelling the letter A. Hmm. Um, they ask, my puppy is super friendly and gets excited with people. How can I stop her from jumping on people? Put a leash on your dog. So put a leash on. Now, would you say that that carries over to what we're talking about as far as the holidays too? Would it be smart for people out there to have their pet on a leash perhaps? When, oh, that's excellent. That's an excellent question. When their question. guests are coming over, when they're expecting guests. Yes, absolutely. If you have a dog that will rush and greet people and more importantly, will jump on them, put a leash on your dog while you're inside your home. You know, don't just use a leash when you're going outside on a walk. It's a really great way to control your dog, but also give them direction. Since our voice is not directional, the leash is directional. So don't let them positively reinforce those behaviors for themselves of jumping up on people and then getting positively reinforced that people bend down to pet them. And even if your dog goes to greet someone, you may think that they are actively looking and seeking attention, but that's not always the case. Sometimes that they're just checking out this new thing that came into their environment Maybe you smell weird. Maybe you have weird body posture, something like that, that doesn't settle well with them. Just because they went to greet you doesn't mean that they want to be pet. So you bend down to pet them and um, they could turn around and snap at you. Our dog um, Atlas is beneath us and he's he's dreaming. So we that's why we're cracking up. <laughs> he's having these little whimpers and noises in his sleep. He's running. Anyway. So anything else that we should touch on before we say sayonara to this episode? No, I think that's that's pretty much it. Just making sure that you are setting boundaries for your dog. You're advocating for them. Ensure that they are having all of their physical needs met, their mental needs met. Um, and just really in all honesty, you're just making sure that you're dedicating enough time and you are keeping track of what your dog is doing during the holidays. Yeah. The way I like to think about it is imagine the way that you feel before you get on an airplane, you know, like make sure that you've moved around a little bit, make sure you've eaten something, you drank something, you've like got something to entertain you. You know, you're about to be in a tight environment with probably a lot of people you don't know and it can be uncomfortable. So if you go into it prepared, uh, you'll reduce your stress and have better flight. And very similarly, if you reduce your dog's stress by being preemptive, taking care of their needs, then the likelihood that they'll behave properly when you have guests over and when there's different stressors and variables that aren't that they're not accustomed to, that they'll behave at their very, very best. So Indeed. with that being said, we're going to say goodbye. If you want to find us online, you can find us at www.canineperformancecoach.com or on Instagram at canine underscore performance. Until next time, this is your host, Matt and Natalie. And we'll see you guys in the next one. Thanks so much.